Welcome to In Focus, a discussion of current issues affecting our economy, featuring a review of the latest research and analysis from the Washington Research Council. This is Emily Makings with the Washington Research Council. I'm here today with Chris Schoblum, our Senior Economist and Research Director, and this is our In Focus podcast episode for June 8th, 2015. Chris, what are the employment numbers today? So um, the big piece of economic news last week was the National Employment Report. Um, between the uh, middle of April and the middle of, of May, uh, the U.S. economy added uh, 280,000 jobs, seasonally adjusted. Uh, unemployment rate for, um, for uh, the May period was 5.5%. All in all, very good numbers. Uh, you may recall that in the uh, earlier part of the year, the uh, job growth numbers for the national economy were not very strong. Uh, people were um, uh, hoping that what we were seeing there was largely the effect of, of weather on the East Coast uh, and in the Midwest, and it, it appears to be the case. You know, throughout, this, throughout that period, things were very strong in Washington, uh, and we were hoping, reading that as a good sign for the national economy, and uh, I think uh, this ratifies that view. I mean, there's not a lot of, you know, we, we don't expect the state's uh, job numbers to have to be as spectacular for May as uh, as they were for the national uh, nation as a whole. But that's because things were not so depressed here in the first couple first uh, months of the year. But it seems to show that the economy, the national economy, remains on track. Well, that's good. Uh, I, I thought I'd talk about the, speaking of remaining on track, thought I'd talk a little bit about what's going on with the state operating budget negotiations. The Several of the papers reported on Friday that the um, negotiators had come to some kind of an, a tentative agreement on, a, um, on the number, the spending level that they hoped to... Um, hope to have in the for the 2015-17 budget. Um, it's not clear what that number is or how firm the agreement between the sides is. Uh, reports noted that they still had to take the number back to their caucuses for a final decision. And then also they're going to have to decide how to apportion that money, how much goes to which budget areas. So there's still a lot of work to be done on the budget. And next week is the U.S. Open, so the clock is ticking. <laughs> yes, I understand uh, some of the legislators have tickets to the U.S. Apparently Open. Apparently so, yes. Probably would you know, like to get this sort of resolved so that they can get back, uh, get out and, and uh, watch some real pros at work. Right, or at least not have to fight over housing, <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> yeah. So, Chris, you had an interesting paper to share. Yes, yes. Um, this paper that I was reading, um, really interesting paper I was reading, um, by a pair of economists, uh, uh, Enrico Moretti, who is um, um, a well-known urban economist at the University of California uh, at Berkeley, uh, and uh, Daniel Wilson, who is an economist with the, actually well-known economist with the uh, Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco. Um, some of you may remember Moretti because a year or two ago he released a, 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 a book, uh, The New Geography of Jobs, that got a lot of press explaining how uh, uh, a lot of how 
the um, high tech regions work and the the, the the role of research and, and such things on it. And one that that people thought did uh, a very nice job of expositing what had happened in Seattle and the the the, the tech boom here and the importance of that to to the city. Uh, anyway, um, this this study um, was uh, um, looks at the effect of taxation on the on the location of star scientists uh, so how the, how their how their how their migration patterns um, uh, are affected uh, by both state personal income taxes and corporate taxes um, and, and a little bit about the remarkably they find that there there are significant effects on the uh, uh, on this movement uh, from taxes uh, uh, not, it's not remarkable that there are there is an effect what's remarkable is that they've been able to do statistics in a way that they could disentangle that effect right. from a, uh, the other th- all the other things that are going on with location um, so so a little bit about what they've done they've they have a, a data set of all patents granted in the United States from 1976 through 2010 and have identified every individual identified on those on each of those patents as contributing to it so she, they've that's got like a lot of work that's a lot of work <laughs> to get that out um, and then and they and then from that they look at the uh, at the individuals who are the the 5% of the individuals who are most frequently cited on patents that's that's their definition of the of a star scientist huh. uh, and then um and then uh, these folks um uh, are are highly active in patenting and so quite often they are they have uh pat, you know patents in adjacent years so they can identify from the patent statistics, which include the location of the of the of the individual cited, where they where they where they were living when those two patents were going. Uh, so they get a lot out of this for the of information on the on the movement of these people, um, and and they go through a, an exercise of of correlating those movements uh, to corporate income taxes, um, individual personal income taxes. Um, and then some fee, uh, some investment tax credits and R&D credits, which are also important. Um, and, and what they find is that uh, when you look at the at taxes that you that um, that and you're looking at your measures for the personal income tax is the 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 rate that applies at the 99th percentile, so the top of the income percentile. Um, star scientists tend to move from states with high marginal rates down to lower marginal rates. Hmm. Um, with the, they, they tend to move from states with high corporate tax rates to low states with low corporate tax rates. Interestingly, that's only true when we're dealing with with states whose corporate income tax rate uh, is depends upon the share of labor located in the state, you know, using the, the apportionment factors, where, where labor in the state is on it does not affect the taxes that are being paid, there's no effect of corporate tax rates. So it's really... So explain what that means. So for... it means that you know, in, in many states, uh, the, the, uh, 
Most state income tax systems apportion uh, a corporation's income, a share of the a corporation's income to the state. You have the problem, these, these large corporations operate in multi-states and you have to figure out um, how much of that, corp- that corporation's income will actually, be, uh, a, a particular state will get to tax. And, and the standard way of doing that um, uh, many years ago was what used what a, uh, was called the three-factor apportionment system. So the, the state would take, would calculate the share of the state of the corporation's labor expense that occurred in the state, the share of the, uh, the, the corporation's sales that took place into the state, and then the share of the corporation's property that was located in the state. Take the average of those three shares and then uh, take that average of the, that share of the um, of the corporate tax that share of the corporation's income. Um, now, a number of states have moved to what's called a one-factor apportionment uh, system, where they only look at the share of sales in the state um, uh, in determining the, uh, the the share of of the corporation's profit to talk, to tax. Um, so, what happens if if you're if you move labor into a state that's using a three-factor apportionment uh, system, you're going to raise the amount, increase the amount of ta- corporate tax that the state takes from you. Um, if you're only apportioning, you're only uh, if the state is only apportioning on sales, then moving labor into the state doesn't affect the size of your tax bill. And and what 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 Moretti and Wilson show, find is that the corporate tax matters rate matters if the state uh, apportionment matter of uh, apportionment formula weighs labor expense. It doesn't matter if the if the uh, if the corporate tax system is only based on sales. Really, a, a neat little result that you can. That it, it's actually what you would expect, and they were able to show it. Um, I, I think this one, this this study is going to be turn out to be one that's widely cited into the future. Um, just cool. Uh, we'll we'll post a link to it. Um, the actual the the you know the the, the pay, it's a it's a uh, you know these are technical research economists and it's uh, the math gets a bit hairy at times but but the first uh, the first section first you know I would say seven eight pages are quite readable um, and uh, so you think given this research we should see more star scientists here in Washington that, given our lack of an in- income yes, tax yes that, that that this is one of the things that has been supporting um, the growth of the of the tech economy here. Um, you know, we are um, a, a relatively good place for uh, for individuals with high human capital to locate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that, um, and and it and it helps to overcome some other of uh, difficulties we have, like the dismal weather. You wouldn't you wouldn't <laughs> well, don't want to talk about dismal weather on a day like today. It's in the eighties outside, and the sun is shining, yeah. but uh, we but we do have those long gray winters. <laughs> Some of us like those too, though. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, but often just because it discourages other people from moving. Uh, well, at any rate, hope, hopefully the climate remains good for our star scientists yes, into the future. Yes, yes, yes. 
All right. Today, this is Emily Makings with the Washington Research Council. This has been In Focus. Thanks for listening. In Focus is a production of the Washington Research Council, dedicated to providing timely, credible research and policy analysis supporting economic vitality and private sector job creation. Your tax-deductible investment allows our work to continue. For more information, go to researchcouncil.org.